Welcome, beautiful people, and thank you for joining us on Till the Wheels Fall Off, a podcast by Two Folk Couple. I'm Matt. And I'm Paige. And we're here to inspire others, to bring you guys into our lives and tell you a little bit about our journey. Over 20 years together, we've learned a few things. We're going to work toward being the best version of yourself possible. We're going to dig into building a positive mindset, discuss mental health, addiction recovery, improving fitness, building businesses, and insight into what it takes to navigate life today. Welcome back to Till the Wheels Fall Off. And first things first, we want to take a moment to thank everybody who has listened up to this point. Uh, We were actually notified through our podcast hosting platform that we had achieved over 500 downloads, which is amazing at this point. We thank you all. Thank everybody that's listened and shared and interacted with us and, and that follows us and subscribes and who has left a review. It's just, it's been amazing. We didn't expect that type of feedback this quick. And it's just, it's, it's incredible. Uh, we're going to keep bringing it and can't wait to see where we go from here. Uh, today's episode is detaching with love. And this is a topic that I guess I've been the, <laughs> I'm the reason for this episode. So it's really tough for me to talk about this <laughs> because this is Paige's journey. You're not um, the reason living with, living with a, you know, raging drug addict, alcoholic who only cares about himself and how do you protect yourself in a situation like that? But it's, it's applicable not only to our situation and the way that you learned it, but you've also learned how to use this tool, which it is, we're going to teach you a a trick, a tool to, to get through tough situations in, uh, you know, your marriage or with your children or with your adult children, um, Mm -hmm. or with family members or with a boss or, you know, anyone in your life that you feel you have to come to the rescue for or that drives you to uh, a, a place of negativity you know, yes. more often than not. And this is how to protect yourself from that. This is how to put a shield around your heart so that you're not constantly taking on all the tumultuous stuff that these relationships bring. Right, right. So this is like basically for those people who are enablers or codependent or, you know, all or nothing thinkers like me. Like moi. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, there's actually a lot of, a lot of, uh, women are like this. Is that real? I I believe, um, we are, you know, fixers and problem solvers. We sometimes don't know how to mind our own business because we seem to want what's best for those around us. Yeah. I've seen dance moms. This is true. (laughs) That show. Oh my gosh. Did you really just bring that up? (laughs) We've got a kid that's got that on the TV. She's obsessed with it and it's (laughs) insane anyway. Um, but like I've had to learn how to detach with love. And it doesn't mean it, it's, it's actually been progress. I've been trying to do this over the years. I mean, for a really long time, cause it's a hard one for me. I I'm always trying to tell Matt what to do. I take on his emotions. Um, I'm kind of a control freak. Let's be real. Oh, like when we're in the car and every 30 seconds you slam your foot into the floorboard and punch the top of the car and gasp like, <gasps> Again, a lot of women can relate to this, right? And scares me. And then I get upset because you've just scared the living daylights out of me for no reason. Like uh, some other car that I was watching the entire time happen to move out of his lane for one second. That's my life. And I'm sure a lot of guys. Can you literally could have napped in that car and th- we were like. What's auto driving for? Other not than napping nap, with your family. Right? <laughs> oh my 
Jeez. Okay. Anyway, nobody likes to be told what to do, right? Especially me. Right. Matt hates being told what to do. And I've been trying to tell him what to do for 20 years. Good luck. Yeah, it doesn't work. I've learned to pick my battles and I've realized that um, it's become a huge relief learning the balance of detaching with love. So I don't completely break free from him, but I've learned how to not pick up his emotions. Yeah. And let me fall on my face when I deserve to fall on my face. Yes. You can't save me all the time. And I need to fall on my face. I'll never learn if I don't. Exactly. So we do people a disservice when we protect them from painful experiences. Yeah, that's that's exactly it right there. Right. <laughs> the more you save me, the less chance I'll have to fall on my face, which means I never learn, which is the cycle of you trying to save me. And maybe I don't fall on my face. And then, but you're wearing every bit of it when this is happening. Yes, I am. Because you have this situation so under control. So yes. you're wearing all of this. Right. That's it's tough. Yeah, it Don't is. Do that. No, it's, let, it's let not. Let me fall. I'll I need to let you fall. I need I'll to let fine. anybody fall. It's just like somebody asking you for money and you keep giving it to them. Sometimes they're gonna just have to go broke and they need to figure it out on them their own. Yeah. So this is applicable. I think in our situation, she learned the hard way because I was an addict and detaching from an addict. Anyone we can tell you, anyone can tell you, who's a professional in this field, that the more that you enable them, the longer this will go on. Mm -hmm. You're not doing them any favors, enabling them in any way, emotionally, um, you know, financially, um, any sort of way that makes their life and their addiction easier. So she had to learn how to do it in a lot of ways, but really it was the emotional piece that was the tough one. Absolutely. And then we have to learn to do this stuff sometimes with, if you've got someone at your workplace that you just can't deal with, you can learn how to detach with love, let them make mistakes. All right. Their performance isn't your performance necessarily. Right. When it comes to family situations, you could have a family member that's like the holidays are coming up. This is a, this is a great topic because you're going to see people that you can't stand mm -hmm. people that you've tried to control for years and years and years. And that, you know, you take on their emotions and how do we let these things go while still, you know, respecting the relationship? Like, listen, it's, there's no love lost here. I'm just not going to be involved with it anymore. Yes. There is a way to do that. There's a beautiful gray area. There's a shade of gray that fits this. Right. Right. And I mean, it doesn't mean that we, we care less. Like we, it's, we're actually doing something good for all involved. Yeah. When you, when you detach with but love. But most important, you're doing something good for you. Absolutely. For you. Yes. And that is okay. And as an empath, you're an empath, not yes. me. I'm not, an, I'm a psychopath. Yes, you're an empath. <laughs> uh, that's, that's huge. And I encourage you or anyone who is like this that you know feels what others feel to do something for yourself it's going to feel rotten at first you're going to feel guilty yes but detaching with love is the key it's really hard to find that line because and i think that that's where it takes practice because we end up going either one direction or too far, too far to where we completely shut down and we don't talk and we're like just not even going to give our emotions to that other person or you give them too much. So it's been a roller coaster. And I've done this with my family too, because I've had to check myself. I've, you know, don't talk or I had to detach way too hard. And now I'm trying to find that balance to get back in. Yeah. Anything we talk about on this show, we have run the experiments on ourselves first. That's yes. how we know it works. Yes. This isn't just a theory. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Um, but you know, why, why do we need it? Like, why do we need to do this? I mean, I think that we have to detach to protect our physical, mental, and spiritual well-being. Mm -hmm. Like we, we have to protect ourselves. 
it allows us to put distance between ourselves and, you know, potentially dangerous, dangerous situations. Emotionally dangerous. Right. 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 Yeah. It means we don't get too emotionally involved in a situation. It doesn't mean we stop loving the person or the people who are sick. Um, it means we're choosing to take care of our own needs and our own well-being. I think that's an, an important distinguishment you made is that detaching with love doesn't mean you stop loving. You're detaching the emotions and the effort you put forth to change someone while keeping the love. Yes. You're just removing the all the work that goes into it that really doesn't get the other person anywhere and it's just wearing you down in the process right okay yep and we don't do it to punish anyone either right it's not it's yeah this is not a punishment i think that's that's important that's important because there are some black and white thinkers that will look at this and be like okay well you didn't do what i want well guess what i'm cutting you off and i'm not going to talk to you ever again i'm not doing it's not that right it's not that it's it's watching them from a distance with a broken heart in some ways Letting letting them make mistakes. You can still love them. You don't have to control them, though. It's not your job. It's not your job to control them. Right, right. And it also helps balance emotions for the person detaching. Like, since we codependents attach ourselves to their emotions and we take on their emotions too much, um, like, if you're angry, I'm angry. If someone's sad, I'm sad. Yeah, so you, you remove that from the equation now where you just, you're, you get to work on yourself too. Yes. So it's it's good for them and it's good for you. Right. It builds up my confidence, you know, the enabler's confidence, the codependent confidence. You know, we're able to understand our wants and our needs and our emotions better when we detach with love yeah, because we're not just focusing on focusing on you. Right. Cause I did that forever. I lost myself for yeah, many years. That's, that's something that blew my mind at some point. Like this all sort of made sense to me, what had been happening in our relationship. And I'm like, like what's going on with you? I remember there was like a conversation we had, it was, got pretty heated because I was like, what, what have you been doing all these years? Like with yourself. And you kind of had this moment where you're like, I've been worrying about you, you jerk. Yeah. And completely disregarded everything that was going on with yourself. And it's something that I should have seen long before, but I wasn't in a good place to do it. No. But yeah. It's, it's true. And it's like, not your fault. That, but there are purely empathetic people in this world that get hurt every single day because they're so worried about everyone else around them. Yeah. And the sad fact is that those efforts, they really don't get the job done. No. It's not like you're really making profound impacts on people who don't want help. Right. And or you know, you're just not going to change people with a couple of words, you know, it's just right. not like, doesn't mean you, it doesn't mean you just give up on people completely. Right. You can still love them. You can still be involved to an extent without resting the outcome and the, I guess, you know, resting your emotions on that outcome and, and your self-esteem on the outcome and, and everything that could happen on, on the outcome yeah. because the outcome's not really up to you. Right. And trying to influence it and exert yourself and all this effort that you put into it. It's mm -hmm. just, it wears you down to a nub and you lose yourself in the process. Absolutely. I've had, you know, very low self-esteem for many, many years. And it was because I did not know who I was. Yeah. <laughs> I was worrying about your ass all the time. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's my fault too, though, because I was born this way. Like, this is just something that I kind of had in me. I was always. It's a blessing and a curse. And, it is. And there are probably some listeners that relate to this. I certainly didn't, or, or some to some extent still don't. <laughs> to be purely empathetic, I tend to be selfish. My first reaction is generally selfish one. And yours is purely empathetic. I think that's beautiful in so many ways, but doesn't it kind of drive you nuts that the selfish people in the world seem to get away easier? <laughs> oh my gosh, it makes me so mad. 
I'm like, I'm over here trying so hard. And this ass is like, gets it's so easy. Like, it's so eh, freaking okay. easy for you. Because like, he doesn't care. But it's great. I think, I think that there's something to learn from that. And it's not selfish the way that you do things. You do things in a healthy manner. I don't think a purely selfish standpoint is healthy either, though. I think that this balance no, that we're talking balance, about No, there's balance, and that's here, what that is. Exactly. Yeah, the balance and the force is where it's at. You know, right, finding right. Finding that sweet spot, that middle ground of it. Okay, so okay, so how? Yeah, how do you how do you detach with love? Give me some examples. What okay, do you do? So let's think about like an argument that unfolds with somebody who is intoxicated or mentally ill or somebody who is just batshit crazy. What can you do? Do you react or not? I would say no. No. You can choose not to react. Because typically that other person wants you to fight right back. They want you to be in it with them and they want to take you down with them. Yeah, that's bait. But you have the choice to back out and just not respond. You can say no. You can back out. Just don't respond. You can leave the room as well. Yeah, you can. And that's totally Remove yourself okay. from the situation. You are fully within your rights to do that. Right. And we don't have to take their ugly words to heart. Which is very hard. Because you should I, never. I still take Matt's words to heart. Who will like, say things? And I'm like, but you said this to me. And I'm like, I didn't say that. Heart. And maybe I did. I don't remember. It was just just words, sticks and stones, man. But whenever people are intoxicated or they're mentally ill or something, we need to recognize that they're sick and try to show a little compassion. Do not confuse that with enabling because that there's a fine line there too. Compassion is just showing, you know, that that person is sick and there's a reason they're reacting, but we don't have to engage in it. Right. But you have to have a foundation of a good, healthy self-esteem and a sense of self. So that stuff doesn't really hurt you as well. Facts. You know, like affirmations in the morning, like as cheesy as it may sound, like we still do them. Yes. It's important that you know what you are and who you are. So that when I get to the office and someone wears me out about something that happened and they call me all kinds of names, it doesn't phase me. I'm like, you know, he's having a bad day, but I know the truth here. I'm yeah. not, a, I'm not all those things. And right. I really don't care what you said. That's sorry. You're going through it right now. How can I be helpful to you? Right. As opposed to like, you know, just ruining myself over this and believing every word that comes out of their mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. But yeah, this is, this can be tough when it comes to family or spouses or, or close friends. Yeah. It's easier said than done. So another way that I think is huge, and this has taken a lot of practice for me, is not giving unsolicited ad- solicited advice. Mind your own. Mind your own business. If somebody asks you for advice, okay, cool. But don't go in and just be like, you need to do this. You should be doing this, blah, 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 blah. Nobody likes unsolicited advice. I can't say that word. Can you please say that for me? Unsolicited? Yes. Every time I say it, I screwed up. It's like when you're going to the dub dub dub. Maybe it's because I'm tired. But anyway, so just it's better to just chill, listen, and don't say anything. Um, setting boundaries. Um, allowing others to experience the natural consequences of their actions. Mm-hmm. Recognizing that your feelings and needs are valid. You're you like, staring at me right now. Do you like that one? <laughs> Matt and I have had long discussions about valid feelings. Whole episode coming on this. <laughs> yes, we'll discuss that at another time. Um, expressing your own opinions and feelings in a healthy way. Taking a time out from an unproductive or hurtful argument, which we just discussed. Uh, not accepting rea- responsibility for fixing or solving other people's problems. Yeah, we are not responsible for that. Not making excuses for someone else's behavior. That's a big one. Staying focused on what you can control rather than worrying or thinking about what others are doing. 
Stop staring at me. <laughs> Not enabling or doing things others can reasonably do for themselves. You need to detach from love from these stares I'm getting. <laughs> Sorry. God. I feel it. I didn't even see it. I felt it. Oh, you do head. have feelings. No, like I felt the glare. It was like Superman's laser beam eyes That's hitting me in the I side mean. of the head. That's what I mean. Like you felt it. I did. Yeah. All right. I felt the tension. <laughs> anyway. So. Do you have anything to add on that? No, this sounds like it's, it doesn't sound like something you can just do overnight. Nope. It sounds like something that takes some practice. Yep. Okay. So practice. All right. So let's just say I've got someone in my life and they're causing me a lot of problems. Let's say that I'm dating somebody and it's getting really tough and they, they have a temper problem and, um, I don't know. I'll try to use like our situation. Like mm-hmm. I was drinking, I had an anger problem and I'd come home and I'm just, you know, out of line. What do you do? What's the first step you take? If you were going to tell someone, here's, here's the first thing that I would do. Like look at reality and make sure sh- that first thing you need to do is look at the situation and for what it is like from you know, 30,000 30, feet. Yes, exactly. And it usually helps to get feedback from others too. Yes, it does. Because when you're in it, it's really hard to see what it looks like. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. So, so get some perspective, you'd say. Right, right. Because we tend to be in denial a lot. So we need to make sure we're looking at it from a realistic point of view. Okay. Got it. So that's, that's the first part of the process. And then you start to put in some of these, these boundaries and things like that. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Right. Okay. So. Uh, what not to do, uh, go to extremes and shut down. I think that's a tough one for yeah. a lot of people like yeah. learning what it looks like as you work through this process of, okay, this is detaching with love is not the same thing as completely giving someone no contact. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. That's a tough one. It takes yeah. time. It takes time. It depends on if you, you've got to look at the situation. Yeah. It depends, it depends on the depends relationship. Because there, 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 there will be people and abusive and you need to get away from them. You need them to get away from them. Possible. Exactly. Look at other people be other people who are more like just in subversive ways. Like they're just, they're toxic to your type of personality and you just, you don't have to give them everything, you know? Right. You certainly don't have to take on their emotions. This is literally for relationships that you truly love this person and you want to make it work. It's to help you stay sane. Gotcha. Okay. So alcoholics, addicts, mentally unstable people, family members, children, uh, trying to control the lives of these people. Um, generally is left with resentment if you are working actively to try to fix them. Yes. It's going to end up nasty for both of you. Absolutely. Because you're going to be the person who always telling me what to do. And to them, you're going to be the person who never listens to me. And it's just, yeah, it's best if we just listen, I love you, but I got to go hands off here. I got to let you make mistakes. Yep. I got to let you, you got to find it You yep. find your own way. Yep. And I've got to go find mine too. I exactly. can't spend all my time worrying about you yep. trying to fix you. So I think uh, that's a pretty healthy discussion, right? I love you. I love you too. <laughs> Just <laughs> what you, you know but that. you ain't got to worry about me. I'm not. And I'm not going to You can you. hold your own. You're you, you know? Yep. Still two independent pieces. So that's a good discussion on detaching with love. Um, it's been awesome. I think that uh, we've got some good stuff to to add here as well. We're going to, we're going to update social media this week with, um, some, some clips from this episode, as well as some, some content, and yeah. some, some we'll lists and some things like that, there. some reminders. So right. you don't have to go back and listen. You can just go to our socials. So on Instagram, we are at TWFO underscore couple, uh, Facebook two couple, and we've got a website. Uh, I'm not going to say it this time. Go ahead. www.tufocouple.com. Yeah. Tons of inspirational and exciting 
entertaining content on there. And there's also some good stuff that you'll see from a program. Um, and like I said, uh, I know we say this every time, but we will be taking on clients at some point. Can't wait to, to work with people one-on-one, and, you know, put this stuff to practice and, and improve people's lives. So until next time, I'm Matt. I'm Paige. And we'll see you. Bye.